Hello and welcome to post-match reaction to the Brumbies versus the Waratahs brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, a podcast YouTube channel. Uh, what else? I've gone blank now. A Twitter account and website bringing you the best in rugby prediction and opinion. And the Waratahs got themselves a rare victory down in Canberra. They won this one 17-24 in the end. Uh, and it should have been a lot larger than that. But Furley really was missing his kicking boots today. Only made uh, 56% of his kicks. I think he missed something like three penalties and a conversion. So left something like 11 points out there. On the other hand, uh, the Burmese only missed one uh, conversion. So as I say, definitely a, a bad day with a kicking boot for Foley. Um, but luckily for this time, it didn't um, affect them. Also, uh, so early on, uh, the, uh, the 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 Brumbies gave away a um, an, an early kick or an early penalty for uh, taking the player in the air, and that was a sign that was going to we we're going to see quite through this. There's quite a lot of mistakes and errors by both sides. Really, the uh, the Waratahs also lost Flau early on as well, um, and that was a big loss for them. Obviously. Um, it looks like he had some hamstring issues on his left leg. So we'll see. Hopefully it isn't too bad. Had lots of ice on that one during the rest of the game. Um, we then saw um, some, the, 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 the Brumbies managed to even things up um, by getting catching the Waratahs offside. And it was basically uh, a, a kicking or giving up penalties early doors as both sides you know, really couldn't break down the, the, uh, the other's defence um, and end up giving up mistakes. And you've got to say that one of the big problems for the Tars in that first half was turnovers. Uh, they would, had plenty of possession. Or if, well, actually, the, the Brumbies, it says, had more possession, but it came across, it felt like the, the Tars were, had the better quality possession uh, and were, uh, were, were pushing the Brumbies. But they kept on uh, conceding turnovers, and which, um, which stifled them. And it didn't help also that um, Foley... Uh, missed two early kicks as as well, so that the uh, that which kept the the Brumbies in this one. Uh, admittedly, one of those was because he got he had a high tackle on himself uh, and missed that one. Uh, but he was also kicking better from the left side of the pitch than the right side of the pitch. So clearly, lessons there. If you're going to give up penalties against Foley uh, while Foley's kicking, give them on the left side of the pitch um, as he's kicking at the sticks because yeah, he wasn't any as, as good from the other side. Um, we saw some silly stuff by both teams. I mean, the um, the Brumbies managed to uh, get themselves back up, um, back in the lead after about 20 minutes. But thinking straight from the kickoff, they don't release the ball uh, and give up a silly penalty. Now, luckily that time, um, Foley missed the kick. But three minutes later, they gave up another penalty, uh, which he he did, he did um, uh, pop over. So you've got to say lots of penalties given up or lots of kickable penalties was the important thing, really in that first half were, were being given up. Um, the, the penalty count in the end was 9-10, uh, which isn't overly um, big on um, either way. By the way, if you're watching the live show, please do put comments in. Uh, this is a solo show, so I don't have any guests with me, so happy to take questions and comments from the uh, from the chat. Um, the Brumbies got the first try of the game. Um, lovely little, uh, well, the Tars gave up um, Possession silly from the kickoff by just stepping out on the full as they, as they caught the ball. Um, the Brumbies, good line out. A couple of uh, phases later, uh, they the grubber through and they got uh, they got the try. 
missed the kick, unfortunately, but that put them up 11-6. Um, and they managed to hold on to that. And that's about after, after 25 minutes. They managed to hold on to that for most of the rest of the first half. Both sides, we saw lots of errors from. Um, we saw um, throws not going in straight. We saw knock-ons. We had those 10 turnovers from the Waratahs, as I said. Um, but I've got to say, refereeing always um, can get a bit um, annoying. I did like the ref overall. But at one point he goes, uh, the one of the things I've been talking about here is that you're supposed to fully bind when producing that blocking wall for the uh, scrum half to do his box kicks from. So you could hear the ref clearly say, um, fully bind four. And four just stands there with his hand on the eye next to him, clearly not fully bound. It doesn't change his position at all. Um, and the ref doesn't blow it up. It's going to say, look, if you're going to give warnings, you've got to blow them up as well. Let's have some consistency there rather than if, you could, if the warnings could just be ignored. What's the point, basically? So anyway, um, small little thing in that first half. But then we had a massive passage of play. Uh, it felt like it went on several minutes. I mean, we had one player, um, Leofano, was down um, for a chunk of that, getting checked out, uh, managed to get up. He had full, fully was dealt with, got up and then um, and continued. But lots of uh, kicks back and forth, um, a few knock-ons, which, which were then played on, but it caused turnovers. And eventually, Naravoro was released out wide um, on the left and, uh, yeah, ran it in from about halfway. I, we know generally he kind of powers him in from not shorter than that normally, but he got that one in from, from, from quite a long, long way out. That helped him to be the uh, top um, ball carrier of the game. Um, not one of those things that you kind of associate with, uh, um, with him because he's so big and powerful. But 107 metres running with the ball um, was, was clearly the, um, the, the most in the game, actually twice what anyone else carried the ball for. So, uh, well, no, sorry, Newsom also did got 72 metres, but anyone else, the next highest was 50. So he had a uh, had a very good game in that first half um, and obviously um, getting that uh, get that try. Then in um, the second half, he got a try, did not from so far out this time. First phase, lovely wraparound play, clearly one off the uh, training ground uh, where Foley released um, Newsom. Newsom, uh, that's the other player that I, that I mentioned has, who, got, who got 72 metres off his nine runs. But yeah, he looked like he was going to pin his ears and go for the corner, but he realised he wasn't going to make it. Made sure that he got his arm free in the tackle, popped it up, and uh, Nara Voro uh, just had about five metres to go um, to put it down comfortably. And at 11.18, uh, it looked like at that point that the Tars were just going to push on uh, and win this game quite comfortably. Unfortunately, that's well. Not unfortunately, that's kind of didn't um, uh, did, didn't happen. The um, one of the things we did see though was even with Flower that were not there, um, the, the the Tars then went through a period where they were trying to kick to the right wing, uh, and the Brumbies really looked uncomfortable under those high balls and weren't dealing with them very well. It wasn't until Goodwin came on uh, later in the game where where that sort of um, Godwin sorry came on later in the game where that got shored up. Um, but there were definitely times where they were putting it over there um, and they would either get the ball back or the Brumbies would knock it on. The, um, but unfortunately, the Waratahs decided to continue with their um, errors that they'd had in the first half um, and, again, took a player out in the air, which um, allowed the Brumbies to kick themselves back into this. So at 47 minutes, it was 14-18, and it was going to be around that 7-4 uh, to, to four, mark um, gap 
for the rest of the game, um, basically. And that's uh, is, is how it kind of panned out. The We then went through a period, I mean, it took us um, about 15 minutes before we got the next score. Uh, and basically, every time the Brumbies got the ball, and we saw some Pocock, where Pocock has some great um, snaffles, uh, as, as you'd expect. But then whoever he gave it to would then knock the ball on. Um, or they would get a penalty and they would miss touch. Um, Banks came on and missed a banana kick at, the, at one point. Uh, and the Tars basically sat down in the um, the Brumbies half for about 13 or 14 minutes without getting um, any points. The, the Brumbies just got out. And when, when they did, they say they missed touch. The Tars came back. Um, high tackle uh, on uh, one of the uh, Waratahs players and Foley this time um, slotted the points. At, um, in that second half, we really did see both of the defences uh, sort of get up on the um, uh, uh, the breakdown, which is causing quite a some, some of these turnovers. So it wasn't all um, about offensive mistakes. There were um, errors from the uh, from the players um, as well. Um, pressure then al allowed um, uh, on about uh, about 10, 11 minutes for the end. Allowed the uh, Brumbies to, to put over put over another penalty and close it within four. And straight afterwards, we saw Henry Spate take out Beal um, late after he kicked the ball, which effectively was what which ended the game at that point. 10 minutes out, suddenly a, a kick from 22, which would have been a Brumbies line-out um, just inside their own half, turns into a um, Waratahs line-out, sorry, Waratahs penalty in their own half. Um, and uh, whilst Foley kicked and hit the post um, and didn't get the points, it just meant that the uh, Brumbies were at the wrong end of the pitch. And this wasn't a game where the Brumbies looked like scoring any long-distance tries um, at all. Their only try came from a chip through um, close out. So this really wasn't going to happen. They really weren't going to go the full distance. And the Tars knew all they had to do was sit in the, in the Brumbies' half and they would be comfortable. In the end, um, a scrum penalty on the um, uh, the Brumbies' own feed uh, gave the, 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 the Tars a, um, a late kick to, see, to open it back up to seven, seven points. And then it was basically all over because, as I say, the Brumbies were never going to score twice uh, in the last few minutes and they just weren't going to score from a long way out. Poor execution by the Brumbies late on. Um, also finished off the game, and with, again, with a knock-on. And you've got to just say that that was one of the tales of this. On the attacking side, we've already talked about um, Naravoro uh, and the ability that he had, uh, which was um, showing his strength again, getting two of the tries. Um, obviously, when you're talking about the Tars, it's always about the Foley and Beal show. Um, Foley with 24 passes, Beal with 16. They both interchanged and switched in uh, to, to, to play that um, play that role, which gave Foley a bit more time and space sometimes. And I say they, they, they switched it around. Also allowed them during the second half to go left and right, um, which again mean that, meant that it gave asked more questions of the um, of the of the defence. Newsom had a good game, and when he came on. Um, Curtis Rona got through work, but didn't wasn't uh, that impactful. And Hegarty was solid at the back, uh, which is what you kind of needed. Going over, looking at the the Brumbies side of things, um, Harua uh, obviously ran at the show. And I thought that Leofano would have had a few more passes. Only had three passes and three runs in this game. And I thought they'd involved him a bit more than that. Didn't really 
uh, get involved in the game too much. Um, so I'd, I'd like to have seen more uh, from him. The back row of McCafferty, Pocock, Nazarani got through quite a few runs, but again, they didn't really break out or have that much of an impact. Um, McCaffrey got 31 metres, Pocock 10 and Nazarani 34 um, off 11, 8 and 9 runs. So they got themselves in there. They got them, um, They definitely uh, put the work in, but they were shackled um, pretty well. Goldwyn, as I say, came on, had a good game under the high ball, um, also made some metres as well. On the defensive side of things, um, the uh, uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, the the big work was done by Wells and Hooper um, for the Tars. Fourteen and thirteen tackles each. Holloway didn't really get in. Didn't any of the four tackles sort of be a bit more work from him. Um, but also Robinson uh, at prop and good Gordon at the hooker both got through quite a few tackles as well. Uh, then uh, for the if we look at it from the other side. You could see that the 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 tiles getting a bit wider because Kieran Dryney and Leofano, the centres, both had seven tackles each, got through quite a bit of work. Um, whereas you, the uh, obviously then Pocock um, was mainly the second man in there, so you don't see many tackles, but he does get through a lot of work at that breakdown. On the discipline side of things, just a quick check. I say um, Hooper uh, three penalties. But that's kind of, you know, he's going to play on the, on, on, on the line and that's kind of going to happen. So as I say, this game was basically uh, too many errors, too many turnovers. Um, and despite that, um, the Tars managed to come through. On the defensive side of things, actually the tackling was pretty good. Tars up around 83%. The Brumbies a little bit lower. Um, both put through, put through about the same sort of amount of work. It felt like the Tars controlled that second half, but the stats suggest that they only had that they were only up at fifty-seven percent um, territory. It definitely felt like a lot more than that, and, and was earlier on the Brumbies came back a bit towards the end. But errors on their side just meant there was never going um, to didn't they were really going to uh, score those points. So that's how the game went. Um, hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed my coverage this weekend. I'll be back again for the Lions versus the. Uh, Crusaders um, tomorrow night. So join me for post-match analysis of that game and enjoy whatever rugby you're watching.